Greetings, my name is the Reverend Lisa Mason and I have the great honor of being the rector of St. John's Episcopal Church in Larchmont. I pray that you enjoy this time together. I'm inviting you to open your minds and hearts to whatever message God is sending you during this sermon. God we believe in is a God of love, abundant, generous, unconditional, steadfast love. And we are created out of that love. And God asks us two things, to love God and to love our neighbor. Now I have had so many people over the years say, why does God need our love? Or why does God want our love? Well, I have come to understand over the years that if I first turn my heart to God, it is upward and open, singing praises of love, then I am much more likely to see and love others, to see God in them. If I miss that first part, then I'm going around with a good chance of having a really hardened, closed heart on that day. So when we love God, we open our hearts to receive that love and to hopefully share that love, give and receive with others. Now the opposite of love, one of the answers you hear often is hate, but the real opposite of love is fear. Because when we live out of a place of fear, it can lean to hate, it can lead to having our own sense of fair and unfair. It could lead to envy. It can lead to jealousy. It gets us going in a place where it is much harder to see the holy than those we encounter every day. I love, get ready, Robin, I'm getting ready to say the word. I love Jonah. Jonah is one of my favorites. I love Jonah like I love Doubting Thomas, like I love Peter. I love the stories in scripture where people are just brutally honest with God. God called Jonah to go to Nineveh, and the people in Nineveh were really up to very sinful, dark behavior. And Jonah had absolutely no desire and did not think it was fair that God was going to save them. And so he goes in the exact opposite. Let's not, we get the end of the story today. We need the beginning because we don't often hear from Jonah. It's a shame. Kids do all the time. And so instead of going to Nineveh, Jonah goes in the most opposite direction you can go. He gets on a boat and he goes to Tarshish. And you know the, this next part of the story. A great storm comes up and everybody on the boat is petrified. And they're thinking, why is God doing this? And much like Jesus, when he fell asleep, when the boat was in a storm, Jonah has gone down below and gone fast asleep. And so the others on the boat cast lots. I hope that sounds familiar. We get a lot of continuum through scripture. Those on the boats cast lots and the lots fall on Jonah. And so they honestly ask him, why is God doing this? And what can you do about it? And Jonah says, throw me over. And so they do. And a big fish or whale, depending on what context you grew up in and what generation, 
comes along and scoops him up. And because of God's promise that if we repent and return to the Lord, God will make us new and forgive us, Jonah does a lot of repenting in those three days in that big fish, in that smelly, dark, think of all the ways that might have looked like. He repents. He turns to the Lord and he is forgiven. And so again, then God spits him out of the fish and says, go to Nineveh. And this time Jonah does. And the people hear the word of God and they repent. They put on ashes, they put on sackcloth. They totally commit to God to turn their life around and to try and sin no more. Now you would think Jonah would rejoice, but he's even madder. It's not fair. They have done these awful, awful things, and it's not fair that they're forgiven and made new, and God promised to not destroy them after all. And so he goes, I love this story. I think that this story is the great pout. It's so easy to identify with. He goes and he sits in the desert, puts a hut around him, a booth, and he just pouts. And God even wants to give him some extra time, so he grows a bush up. Jonah's so mad about the bush, and the bush dies, and Jonah's still mad about the whole thing. But God never let him go, and he was brutally honest with God. We don't know what Jonah's decision is after that, but what I find in this story is God's promise to never let us go when we're pouting, when we think something's unfair, when we repent and return to the Lord. God loves that honest interaction. I don't know about you, but if I don't repent and return to the Lord, that darkness in me begins to take over and it consumes me. We hear another story about fairness in this parable. Those that only worked an hour got paid exactly what the people that showed up first thing in the morning did. This is where the Reverend Dorothy Green would say her motto about this, and that is your gain is not my loss. The people that got there at eight o'clock in the morning got exactly what they said that they were gonna be given. And the people that got there at five were blessed to also be given what the promised rate was. I don't know about you, but we live in a world that is quick to judge, quick to decide what is fair and what is not. And the sad thing is, is I have seen that grow over the last few years. COVID was no friend to learning how agree, to agree to disagree to have the hard conversations. Years ago, you knew your neighbor. You might not have agreed with everything they said or believed or thought or did, but you hung in there because you had a relationship. It is so easy now to live in a silo, to not bump along someone that might challenge what you've always believed. I don't know about you, but we need each other. We need our diversity. I believe that the church is called to be a safe place to come and just dig in to the hard parts of life. To learn how to talk about your belief, your doubt, your faith, your hope, things that grieve you, the people that challenge you. You're not getting very many great examples in the great wide world. People have no tolerance to even take the time to try to understand someone, even if they're not being convinced to agree with them. We need each other. 
I said this yesterday to someone I was visiting with, the Episcopal Church is the messiest denomination that I've ever experienced, and it's one of my very favorite things about it. We have walked through some hard times. We have walked through some big decisions. Now, I don't know about you, but I have learned more and more strongly and deeply from the people I don't necessarily agree with as much as I have the people I do. So I pray in this time where it's easy to kind of shut yourself off, live on the internet, determine your own friends. You don't even have to go to the restaurant whose service annoys you, you just Uber eat it. You don't have to go into a department store that has horrible service because you can just order whatever you want. We need to be in each other's presence. We need to walk the journey together. We learn more when we use our words and our actions to learn more about each other and how to love each other, no matter how similar or how different we are. I hope that you wake up every morning, turn your heart to God, and just wait and see what more you see and how much your love will grow with each intentional step. And when you bump into someone, especially that you don't agree with, spend time with them so you learn how to love them, even if you'll never agree with them. Think what the world would look like if we did that. Amen. Thank you again for this time together. I pray that we always remember that we are part of a much bigger story, the story of God's love for God's people and the call for us to learn how to love God and learn how to love each and every other person we encounter with the kind of love that God has for us. And now for a blessing. Be present to today. Do not be anxious about what might happen tomorrow. The same God who cares for you today will care for you tomorrow. God will either shield you from suffering or you will be given the unfailing strength to bear it. So be at peace then and cast aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations. In the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with you this day and remain with you forever. Amen.